0: So inspiring to to hear these stories, and so humbling that such simple changes in your life. Because no one's saying give up your technology, no one's saying power down your digital devices. People can make really radical changes to their to their health and well being.
1: This is the Alchemize Life podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna transformational mentor speaker teacher and most importantly a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world this podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love health and happiness in each and every day and with every episode you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally physically and spiritually so together let's ditch the mean girl you can't sit with us vibes grab your favorite yoga pants and start to find your uniquely alchemized life Hey guys, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Ava Johanna here. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm so grateful to have you here. Today's going to be a fun episode. You are going to experience me going, wow, and oh my God, and that sounds dangerous. Many times um, because I have Andy Mant, who is the founder of Blue Blocks on the podcast today, and we dive deep into the effects of Blue Light and why Blue Blocks is the best company ever. Truly, they are, though. Andy started Blue Blocks by really noticing a gap in the market as far as evidence-based light filtering glasses and recognized that so many of these blue light blocking glasses weren't actually living up to what they had promised. And so he went to work, and you're going to hear his whole story, but he went to work going directly into the labs, following the academic research, and creating a superior product. And I absolutely love my blue blocks blue light blocking glasses. I talked about them a bit before on the podcast, but if you guys have not ordered yours yet, especially because so many of us are working from home, you got to get on it. Their frames are super stylish, super cute, and they are one of the only brands that actually follows the academic research around blue light blocking frames or excuse me, blue light blocking lenses. So anyways, you're going to hear a ton of information from Andy as far as how blue light affects our hormones, affects our stress, affects our our appetite and our nutrition and just all of the different ways, including sleep, that we could potentially be harming our overall health and how blue light blocking glasses, as well as the other styles and colored lenses that they have are really incredibly powerful for optimizing our health, optimizing our sleep, our hormones, everything. So anyways, we're gonna jump into that episode in just a moment. But I'm really excited because for those of you that have been eagerly awaiting, which I imagine is like all of you, (laughs) I am launching a second round of Catalyst, which is my VIP business group accelerator program. And while I was sitting down to relaunch Catalyst, I was really thinking about my own personal journey and how I was so scared to invest in myself initially because I had always come from this background, you know, in um, startup culture of just being a jack of all trades and, you know, really having the like Google mentality of, oh, I'll just Google it and figure it out myself, which works. Yes, of course, there's an endless amount of information online. However, it really wasn't allowing me. To stretch myself into my next level in so many different ways in my business. And I realized that by not actually listening to my intuition, which was telling me over and over and over again find a mentor, find a coach, I was just really slowing down the process of me becoming the woman that I wanted to be, becoming the coach that I wanted to be, the entrepreneur that I wanted to be, and designing the life that I wanted to have. And Another aspect of it was that the fear that I had around investing in myself was really me feeling like I wasn't capable or worthy of having the success or having the lifestyle that I wanted. So I did a lot of digging with healers and then finally got to the point where I just prayed for the support. And you know investing in yourself is betting on yourself to succeed. I say this all the time. I don't know who initially said it, but whenever I first heard that, I loved it and it's stuck in my heart because when we are younger, we think about this investment in ourselves, this time, this money, this energy that we put into ourselves, but we really only look at it through this like lens of going to university. And it's like this societal no-brainer that spending tens of thousands of dollars on university will set us up for a successful career in life. But like when it comes to entrepreneurship, we only view it as this thing that we have to build from the ground up by ourselves with no experience or training, might I add. And like I said, you know, I felt like this for the first four years of my business and I talked to so many other women and individuals that feel that way as well too. And a lot of the women that I work with are sick and tired of trying to do it on their own and continue to hit walls or just like creep, like turtle turtle crawl towards the dreams and the visions that they want to create. And I get it because so many of us think we can figure out things all on our own. But What I realized too, like through that whole process of those first four years is that I was taking on so many different roles besides just like entrepreneur, just coach. I was also my therapist because I was reading all these self-help books and trying to like self-heal myself, which of course works, but there's obviously limiting beliefs and stories and traumas and fears that we all carry inside of us. And I was trying to do that on my own. I was trying to do strategy on my own. I was trying to be creative on my own and, you know, be the designer and build my website and do all of these different things. I was trying to be the CEO. And like I said, while I had some small successes, I just realized that what I had created for myself and my business was nowhere near what I had initially set out to create. And I had created almost the same exact surroundings that I had in my corporate job. So I was still super stressed out working long hours. I still had migraines in a lot of cases. I was struggling to pay my bills, struggling to make enough each month to be able to save any money or do the things that I wanted to do. Um, I was constantly wondering where money was going to come from next. And I just felt unfulfilled still. I kept asking that question of like, is this all that there is? And From those long hours to having a mediocre income, I did seriously contemplate, and I've talked about this a bit, going back to work for someone else because at least I'd know where the money was coming from, right? (laughs) But again, like I said earlier, I prayed for the support and I asked to be shown a better way. I asked to be guided towards someone who was doing what I wanted to be doing and could also show me how they got there or how I could get there and actually enjoy the journey on the way up. So, not struggle and hustle, but enjoy the experience of building a business. And then the universe delivered, as it always does. I met my coach and knew, like from the moment that I met her, that I needed to work with her. Um, it was something about her energy, you know, it woke something up inside of me. I felt like it stirred something up inside of me. And honestly, the investment was terrifying. It was more than I even had in my savings account, it was more than I had ever spent on myself or on my business. But I had just gotten to that point that I knew that hiring support would set me up for not only a successful business, but a successful life. And I knew that if I put that deposit down, I would be making a statement to myself and to the universe that I believed that I was capable and that I believed that I was worthy of a greater life. So I made that bet on myself. And that bet, Changed my life instantly. Like when I say it changed my life instantly, I'm not even joking. I started showing up consistently for myself and my community. I had a fire lit under my ass. I became more in tune with my intuition because I finally listened to it when it was screaming at me to invest. I feel like I stepped into greater confidence. I felt more radiant. I felt more flow in my life. I became more magnetic. I raised my prices while attracting hundreds of new people to my work. And it finally happened. I finally found that ease and that excitement and that joy and that fulfillment from what I was doing. And so I wanted to share this with you guys to give you a very real perspective of what happens when you invest in yourself, as scary as it is. And I hope that it shows you that you are capable and that you are worthy and that on the other side of the fear there is so much beauty waiting for you. Because after I invested in myself, I went from struggling to make $5,000 a month to making 14,000, the next month I made 8 or yeah, I mean 8,000 and then I made 19,000 and then 32,000 in one month. That was more money than I could even ever imagine for myself a year prior to that. So make the bet, make the bet, because when making the bet, you are going to not only step into and express to yourself and make that statement to yourself and to the universe that you believe you are capable and worthy, but you're going to also be aligned with the coach or the teacher or the mentor that will support you in navigating, navigating the money stories, navigating the limiting beliefs, navigating the strategy, navigating the flow, the intuition, all of those things. And that's what I teach in Catalyst. I teach you to step into a business that you love with your intuition and creativity as the foundation. I teach you the strategy. I teach you how to launch. I teach you how to show up online as the radiant soul that you are. I teach you how to love every single aspect of yourself Every single nook and cranny, and it's a powerful program. I had women that came into the program having zero idea what they wanted to do with their life, zero idea what they wanted to do with their life. They had an Instagram page, and that was it. And within four weeks, they'd already signed their first coaching client. Painful, I might add. I have clients that have less than five hundred followers, that have over a hundred signups on their hour-long workshops, making over three grand on their hour-long workshops. I have clients that have raised their rates that have allowed themselves to step out of this like struggle equals success mentality and tap into their divine feminine flow. And so I am not an anomaly. This can happen for you as well too. And if you have this like feeling in your gut and in your body and in your heart telling you that you are meant for more, it's because that you are meant for more and your soul specifically dropped into this human experience so that you could shift and transform and transmute any experience that you've had in your past and use it to find your authentic expression and then support others in doing the same as well too. So if you are feeling called to apply for Catalyst, applications are now open and you can look at them and click on them, apply for them fill out the application, whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore uh, through the link in the show notes. It's also on my Instagram at Ava Johanna. And I would absolutely love to support you. The program starts July 27th. So we've got some time. And if you guys have any questions or want um, want to apply, again, link is in the show notes or you can always reach out to me via DM on Instagram. So anyways let's jump into today's episode with Andy Mann. And if you have not already checked out Blue Blocks, their link is in the show notes as well too. If you guys enjoy this episode, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway is by taking a screenshot, posting it up on your Instagram stories, tagging the podcast at The Alchemized Life, letting us know what your biggest takeaway is. And I hope that you guys enjoy. I will see you next week. Yeah, my, I mean, I would love my glasses so much. I'm like, I should just like wear these out regularly. Can I do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Ha- I mean, it's ideally it's only under artificial light, but um, okay. yeah, so many people just wear them outside as well. I mean, um, you know, I I don't have mine on now because I've got software on my computer. I'm sat with by an amazing window, and I've got no artificial light around me. So, um, and also they hurt when I put them on. For that makes sense. these headphones. On. Yeah that makes sense. <laughs> um, that
1: makes sense. Yeah
0: but I'm typically, I, I typically like wearing them, um, the red ones after sunset, um, because I kind of because I, I'm my own boss, I can work outside, I can work like, outside, you know by natural light, um, which then doesn't really impact my, my eyes too much, so um, yeah, it's advantageous, but the majority of people who work in offices are definitely going to need the clear ones as well. There's so much blue light in those places.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I remember when I still worked my corporate desk job, just like walking out of the office at the end of the day like a zombie, like barely Mm. able to open my eyes. I know you come from a corporate background as well too, Um, so I'm sure that was a lot of your inspiration because you had experienced like all of the like eye trauma and like sleep trauma that comes from just like being glued to your your desk in such a high stress environment.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and there's there's two two issues with working. In, in offices under artificial light. The first one is the copious amount of blue light that's causing damage to the cells in your eyes. So when you get that feeling of really dry eyes or watery eyes or a attention headache at the end of the day, that's because cells are being damaged in your eyes um, from the blue light that's being given out by your screen or the office lighting and, and your phone and, and things like that. And the second thing is that LEDs flicker Um, as well. Mm. Um, So when they invented LED lights to replace incandescent lights um, many years ago, to get the energy-saving benefits, what they did was they pulsed current um, through uh, the bulbs, the little LEDs. So they're never fully on, they just rapidly pulse. So when you take your smartphone and you film um, in slow-mo mode, um, like a laptop or a TV or an overhead light, and then play it back, you'll see it really rapidly flickering. And that really damages like synapses and nerves within the brain and nervous system, whereby at the end of the day, you can feel quite nauseated. Sometimes you can feel really like sort of washed out, like your mind isn't working, really fatigued. Um, and that's because when light flickers, like, you know, you, From those bits that i've I've just mentioned your eye internal eye shutter speed actually increases as well so your eye is constantly going like that internally as well so from the worst possible cases you know you get things like epilepsy in the real worst case scenarios all the way down to like this real brain fog type feeling at the end of the day which is caused by this flicker effect and one thing that really really impacted me from office work um which is to do with the flicker but also the blue light was migraine headaches and I used to get migraines so frequently that, you know, there were these like ocular migraines where you get the, like the flashing lights in one of your eyes and then you sort of go really blurry for about 20 minutes and then have a splitting headache afterwards. Um, and the research that we've been doing on, on that um, over the past few years has led to us to firmly believe um, from clinical trials and um, peer reviewed academic studies that it's this flicker. And also the blue light in the lower end of the um, high energy spectrum that is actually triggering these migraines. So luckily, I've been migraine free for about two years now, um, and I used to get them maybe once or twice a month. So there's definitely something to light management when it comes to um, migraines, that's for sure.
1: Wow. Okay. I don't know if I told you this when we first initially talked, but I had migraines up until basically the day that I quit my corporate job. And a lot of it yeah. was related to stress. But it's also like, of course, if you have the blue light and you have this flickering light going constantly, that's also putting your body under stress too, because it's almost like this like attacking on your eyes. So that's, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. I yeah. mean, like every everyone well, in my audience knows this, but that's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's it. And you know, from an ancestral point of view Um, the reason we get so stressed out and have real heightened anxiety and you know feelings of, of stress when we're exposed to blue light is an evolutionary response to um uv light so let me sort of tell you a bit about that so what happened millions of years ago we evolved under the sun and we utilized the uv light in sun to generate um, what well, kind of mixes with cholesterol in the body to create something called vitamin D. And this was great for human life. It you know, kept you healthy, kept you, you know, young, functional. Um, and it's you know, one of the most powerful um, vitamins you can have today. Vitamin, high levels of vitamin D is actually associated with lower all-cause mortality. So your risk of dying from anything, if your vitamin D levels go higher, reduces. So it's a very good thing to have. And it's made from UV light. But what UV light also does, specifically UVA, you've got three different types of UV: UVA, UVB, UVC, We we'll park UVC. UVB, great for the um, creation of vitamin D. UVA is the, the type of UV light that actually causes cell damage. So what happened was, when we evolved, because UV light is invisible and our eyes are uh, uh, sort of designed in such a way that we can only see visible frequencies of, of light, we can't detect invisible things. Nature couldn't detect the UV light to protect us from when there was quite high levels of UV present in the, um, in the environment. So what the evolution did was that it associated UV light with blue light, which makes complete sense because when UV light is at its highest, the sky is often bright blue. So whenever the eyes saw blue light, it would raise something called cortisol in the body. And cortisol is actually anti-inflammatory to the effects of UV light. However, what we're doing now in today's society is that we're looking at blue light all day from our laptops or we're sitting under it from artificial light from above or we're going home and watching the TV or opening our fridge light, putting on our house lights, et cetera, getting all the blue light into our eyes, but there's no UV light present because we're either indoors or after sunset where there is no uv so we're getting all this cortisol being produced in our body but there's no uv damage because we're either inside or we're using you know filthy sunscreens so we're not getting any benefit from the uv light so you've got all this cortisol building up in our bodies which isn't there to reduce the inflammatory effects of uv light but instead build up in our body and get us really pent up and stressed and anxious so that's That's the actual science behind why blue light makes us feel so anxious and uneasy during the day.
1: Wow. Yeah. And you know, from a meditation standpoint, when we have so much cortisol running through our body, our, we're aging faster. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's acidic in its nature to be flooded throughout the body. And that's why I'm like such a meditation junkie because meditation and sy- shifting into that parasympathetic s- sympathetic response causes dopamine and serotonin to flood throughout the body, which are alkaline by nature. And so it's so interesting To just hear kind of like that background and that history because it is like at a point maladaptive to us because Mm -hmm. we are constantly around different blue lights. So I'm curious, you know, and I know a lot about your story because I've done tons of research on you before hopping on this um, hopping on this call. But I would love to know and I'd love for our audience to know like what sparked this interest and almost this obsession in being able to really be able to solve this problem for so many individuals because we are so connected to all of our devices.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it all started for me um, probably about... Yeah maybe eight years ago. I, I moved to Australia about nine years ago. Um, I was fed up of the, the doom and gloom in the United Kingdom and um, I wanted a lot more sunshine. Um, but I didn't know why at the, at the time. I guess I just felt down and, and felt amazing in sun. So I moved to Australia. And I was um, quite heavily overweight when we moved over and I continued to gain weight for the first year. And I tried all different diets, all different protocols and, and just could not lose weight. So. It was a point came when I was like, you know what, I'm going to take matters into my own hands here, and I'm going to research academic literature from you know peer reviewed studies from PubMed, and I'm going to find the best diet for me and exercise. And I lost a, sh- a shed load of weight. Um, I think it was about thirty pounds in total I lost, and I'm only a small guy. I'm only like five for eight, so. You know that's quite a lot and, and people can check out my instagram and see some of the before and after pictures it was um yeah pretty pretty bad times for me but it's it's good now so i guess where i was going with that is that really led me to think critically about improving my health and wellness so once i'd sorted my diet out once i'd sorted out how to train and exercise i wanted to tackle other problems in my life and ever since i was 14 um i couldn't sleep fully throughout the night, um, and I just always wake, woke up feeling really tired. And at the time, you don't think any of it as a teenager; you just lie in bed till midday and you know go about your business. Got into my twenties, and I was just like, you know, something's not quite right here. But you know, maybe it's just me. I can't always sleep through. And then it got to got to my thirties, um, sort of early thirties, and thought to myself. Yeah, something's not right here. I need to fix this. And sleep is such a big thing. And I was doing so much research on how sleep—you know—not only increases your immunity, it also increases—you know—your decreases your susceptibility to a lot of issues like you know weight gain, cravings for food, insulin resistance, etc., cancers and so on. So I I just decided to dive back into the literature again and look at how sleep works. And I found that sleep worked in two specific ways. One was something called sleep pressure. And this is the need to sleep. So we burn ATP, which is energy, um, adenosine triphosphate within the body. That produces the energy for us to breathe, move around, exercise, do whatever we need to do that, that needs energy. And a byproduct of that was adenosine, which builds up in the brain, gets to a certain level throughout the day, and makes you sleepy and want to go to sleep. And sleep clears the adenosine out and you start again. But there was a second way to get to get to sleep, which... Um, sparked my interest because I didn't think there was any issue with the buildup of adenosine in, in the body Um, for me, um, except one thing. I was drinking caffeine, which blocks adenosine receptors. So I dropped caffeine. But the big thing was for me was the second cause of sleep, which is circadian. So we all have these circadian rhythms in our bodies that are a 24-hour cycle, and they govern all the hormonal processes within your body. And one of those hormones was melatonin, which is the sleep hormone and an antioxidant. And I found out that these circadian rhythms were governed by light and darkness. So when it was light, they would switch our circadian rhythms on to be active, to produce dopamine, serotonin, cortisol, which was all good during the day to keep us alert, happy, awake, and moving around. But after sunset, you needed physiological darkness, which was the absence of blue and most green light to be able to produce this hormone called melatonin, which would then help you sleep better, deeper, longer, and make you wake up feeling refreshed. So I jumped on Amazon. I bought a few pairs of blue light glasses and I tried them because I I learned that, and a lot of these studies were alluding to the fact that if you block specific frequencies of light after dark in, in specific ranges, you could mimic darkness, produce lots of melatonin and sleep better. So I tried these glasses on and they were amber in color. And I I saw some improvements in my sleep. So I thought there's something to it here. There's definitely something to this. But my sleep still wasn't perfect. So what I did was I was fortunate enough to know people in an optics laboratory here in Australia. So I took 20 different brands of these um, sleep glasses to the lab. And I knew for a fact from reading the literature that there was this specific zone of light you needed to block in order to optimize your sleep. And it fell between 400 nanometers and 550 nanometers, which in layman's terms is 100% of blue light and almost all green light within the green spectrum. Just a little bit of green light was okay. So I took these glasses to the lab, they tested them, and lo and behold, not one of these glasses blocked 100% in the melatonin disruption zone. So that's when I said to the guys, I said, look, can you develop me a lens that blocks 100% of light between 400 and 550 nanometers. It's going to be like a deep amber, almost a red color to help people sleep. And they thought I was crazy. They didn't know what I was going on about. But they, they went to work. I paid them some money. They made 50 of these samples for me. And I took 20 of them and I sent them to various influencers that were already wearing blue light glasses. And I said to them, I'm going to send you this product. I don't want you to promote it. I just want your feedback. So I'm thinking of launching a company. Here's a load of information on how the science behind our product, why we think it's better than what you're wearing at the moment. And just try them and give us some feedback. And every single person came back and went, this is game-changing. Like We experienced similar to you that we saw some improvements in our sleep, but not optimal. And they wore our glasses and they were just like, Oh my gosh, this is the best sleep we've ever had. This is incredible. You've got something here. So that's when I launched Blue Blocks and we started small and we've grown to this global brand that we are today in a couple of years. And, you know, it all came off the back of wanting to improve my sleep and then obviously improving the sleep of others. And then eventually we led to more research, which was that blue light shouldn't be blocked during the day, it should just be filtered. Because it can, it can create issues like digital eye strain and place a, place a lot of pressure on your nervous system and your eyes and your functionality of, of, of your retinas and IPRGC cells. So we created a clear lens that filtered down 30% of blue light, which stopped people feeling really exhausted by using a computer all day. And then we took it one step further and created a summer glow collection, which is this yellow lens For people that have migraines, seasonal affective disorder, or high levels of anxiety and depression, because we found that light in the lower end of the blue spectrum were triggering these kinds of reactions like anxiety and depression, and seasonal affective disorder and migraines. And then we also found that there was a a huge body of research on color therapy. Mm. So we put specific tones of yellow within these summer glow glasses to help boost people's moods that were feeling down because they had these um, conditions. And that led us to create, obviously, these three lenses, blue light, summer glow, and sleep plus. Because light needs change throughout the day and we need to have blue light during the day but filter it down. We need to block blue light after dark. And then the people in between that have a severe sensitivity to artificial blue light during the day, which is migraines and stress, we had them covered as well. So I guess that's the the short story of, of how we came to be today, really.
1: It's awesome. I just think that like, I just love how you dove like headfirst into the research and like got like down and nerdy with it, as I've been saying yeah. lately, um, to be innovative in a way where you didn't have to invent something completely new, but you looked at a market that was not up to par with where it could be quality wise and Mm -hmm. created something that was just like supremely better than it all. And I think I told you this when we talked before, but my husband has been wearing um, blue blocking glasses for a year now, but like his sleep is terrible. He like, turn uh, tosses and turns all the time wakes me up yeah. um and um once i got my glasses he was like wait a second and i was like well let me tell you why your glasses don't work <laughs> yeah. um and so it's just such a cool process to hear how how it evolved over time. And what was really interesting that I wanted to ask you about too was like this color therapy thing, you know, because for me, for a while, I'm like, wait a second, are just like trends from the 70s coming back where people are wearing colored glasses again? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really cool to hear like that there is like a psychology and a therapy behind why we would use different different lenses for different things. Because I remember seeing like Dave Asprey wearing like the red glasses and I'm like, what is he doing with those glasses? And, I, and you yeah. sharing that you use them after um sunset as well too and so for someone who is you know i think well most of us right now are using zoom for happy hours or we have our work calls on here and so what what is like the best place for them to maybe like even identify where to start and what they might need
0: yeah absolutely and i think it's worth people kind of looking and identifying a few symptoms of a mismatched circadian rhythm so what we're trying to do here is we're trying to re our circadian rhythms to mimic what our ancestors had. So we need to make sure our circadian rhythms are aligned with the rising sun, the setting sun, and the darkness that ensues after the, the sun has set. And the only way to do that is by getting a lot of natural light during the day. So watching the sunrise, because the sunrise obviously increases dopamine, serotonin, which are really good neurotransmitters for feeling great. But we also then need to block blue light after sunset so some of the i guess hacks that you can do to sorry some of the the symptoms that you'll have of mismatched circadian rhythm is that you'll wake up in the morning quite groggy you'll find it hard to get out of bed that means that your cortisol circadian cycle is mismatched it, your cortisol level should be the highest in the morning it's something called the cortisol awakening response which jump starts us gets us out of bed and gets us raring to go if you're not jumping out of bed and you're not raring to go in the morning, your cortisol cycles are reversed, which means that you're going to have higher cortisol levels before you want to go to bed, which makes you have more energy in the evenings, and you're going to have low energy throughout the morning and throughout your day. So that's one of the biggest symptoms that we see a lot of people have, where they just really feel terrible and can't get started in the morning without you know 15 shots of coffee or whatever it may be. So.
1: And what about if someone is grabbing their phone like first thing in the morning? If like, they wake up, their alarm goes off, and then they're like instantly scrolling with their phone a few inches away yeah. from their face, what's happening then?
0: So, with light, the light from the, that's being given out from the sun changes every second that ticks past on, on the you know, chronological clock. And it's different messages at different times of the day from the sunlight that suppresses certain hormones and releases certain hormones. Now, when you roll over in the morning and you look at your phone, you're doing two things. Number one, you're telling your brain it's solar noon because that's the same frequencies of light in your smartphone that mimics the sun. So when you're looking at this screen in the morning, you're not going to get that serotonin burst. You're not going to get the huge dopamine hit you'd get from the sun. Um, You're going to get an artificial sort of hit from social media or whatever it may be. But more importantly, you're going to phase shift your circadian rhythms. So you're going to miss out on all the amazing hormones and neurotransmitters that would have been released if you had, the first light you would have seen would have been the rising sun. And you're going to skip forward your biological clock to midday, which basically means later on in the day, you're going to want to go to sleep a lot later or you'll go to bed at your regular time and you won't fall asleep as quickly because your body clock will then start ticking at solar noon and you're going to miss out on all that beneficial sunlight and and hormonal messages that you're going to get from actually having the first light you see be the sunlight. Because blue light from your phone is just blue light. It's just a spike of blue light. Whereas when you're watching the sunrise in the morning or seeing natural light, you're getting the benefits from all the different frequencies, both visible and invisible, from sunlight, and you know, artificial light can't mimic that. And each frequency of light does something different on the um, uh, to our hormone system and to our neurotransmitter system. You know, like you need for the serotonin in the morning, you need a good amount of infrared light um, mixed with other specific visible colors, and also a small amount of UV light as well. And you can only get that in that morning period. If you miss that morning period and you're only going outside say at midday or you're looking at your phone, you're not gonna get the levels of serotonin in your gut that you're gonna need to later use to mix with tryptophan to make melatonin, which is then gonna help you sleep better. So not only are you getting this artificial smack of blue light in the face, which is stressing your eyes out, causing phase shifting, you're also basically telling your body that it's midday all the time. So we're constantly as humans now, rather than living in this amazing circadian rhythm where, you know, at specific times of the day, specific hormones are released and suppressed, suppressed in line with the sun. We're just seeing this all day, every day, where we are just solar noon, solar noon, all day, every day. We get home after work and watch TV at solar noon. We switch on our house lights at 10 o'clock at night. Our brain thinks it's solar noon, so we're constantly living in this perpetual state of solar noon, where you're only going to get specific hormones that are released around about um, that time, but constantly. So, for instance, solar noon is the high cortisol levels. So, when you're looking at your phone twenty four seven, your body's just in this state of fight and flight constantly throughout the day, and we I mean, wonder why we're getting things like anxiety and, and depression, you know, at such young ages now, and you know, it's all down to this, you know. World that we live in, that's number one, devoid of darkness, but two, living under thousands of artificial suns that are giving the wrong messages to our circadian clock and wreaking havoc with all of our hormones.
1: That's scary.
0: Very scary. <laughs> and it, you know, it's, um, it goes a lot further from, uh, as well, in, in so much that there's not one. Hormone in the body that isn't influenced by light. Um, So, things like cortisol is a hormone that influences the stress and and anxiousness um, within our bodies. Insulin is impacted by blue light. Studies have shown that if you expose yourself to blue light in isolation, so if you're eating your lunch under artificial light or you're eating under artificial light after darkness, you're more likely to store the calories you're eating as body fat than utilizing them correctly and how nature intended. So, people. When you look at studies, people that eat majority of their calories before 12 o'clock, um, as opposed to eating them after sunset, have people that eat their calories under artificial light have more weight gain than those that eat earlier in the day. And Studies have shown this because blood glucose levels rise in response to blue light. It also rises in response to Wi-Fi, microwaves, um, and Bluetooth. Hence why my my headphones are are wired. I don't wear um, wireless headphones like yourself because the wireless Bluetooth that's around your body um, is going to raise your blood sugar levels. And it's been shown in um, in studies to do that. So you want to always wear wired um, headphones. I always have my phone on that airplane mode as well, for instance. And they also impact other, like all hormones, so melatonin as well um, that we've touched upon. But in females in particular, reproductive health and fertility is governed by melatonin levels, which is influenced by light. So for instance, melatonin is produced in areas where there's high oxidative stress within the body. And there's two places within the female reproductive system that has very high oxidative stress, and that's the ovaries and placenta. So what that means is that because Melatonin is a scavenger of reactive oxygen species. You need high levels of melatonin in your body to basically regulate the turnover, rapid turnover of cells within the reproductive organs of females. And when you're watching TV of an evening without wearing blue light glasses, you can't produce a lot of melatonin. So you can see things like lack of sleep, low levels of melatonin, and copious amounts of blue light after dark be linked to things like polycystic ovary syndrome and infertility in women. So it goes literally to every hormone you can, you can think of. Estrogen's another one. High elevated levels of estrogen can lead to things like breast cancer. What is an antagonist to estrogen? Melatonin. So if you, again, are going home after sunset watching TV, and exposing yourselves to um, to blue light, your estrogen levels are always going to be high. Your melatonin levels are going to be low, and they can't counteract and antagonize each other to be able to drop one and increase the other. So you're going to be more susceptible. Could be more susceptible to things like specific cancers, like breast cancer, which is higher in in women. You know, it's going up and up and up as as we see, and it could be one of the factors that's causing it. The big, big one for women, huge. Um, and I mentioned this when I went on expanded the podcast with Lacey Phillips, that women have this major sensitivity to artificial light within the thyroid area. Because the thyroid is so close to the surface of the skin, um, it's only a few millimeters, it makes it very vulnerable to blue light. And blue light causes cell damage, and it can cause cell damage within the thyroid, which can lead to things like hypo or hyperthyroidism, Hashimoto's. So a lot of people now that hear me speak and women working in an office environment will cover their thyroid with a silk scarf to then protect themselves from artificial light. And they've reported back that they've noticed a lot of amazing changes in their thyroid function by doing this simple hack of covering the thyroid when in the office um, to stop blue light being exposed to it. I mean, you name a hormone, I'll be able to tell you how it's impacted by light. And it's so scary that people don't know this And they just think it's all diet and exercise when, in fact, we are beings of light. We've evolved this internal circadian rhythm system over millions of years by being under specific frequencies of light. And in the last 20 years, we've invented LED lights and are living in this alien environment that our body isn't used to. And we're wrecking our hormones as a result of it.
1: All right, you guys, we're taking a quick break from this amazing episode with Andy, isn't it amazing, to share a little note from our sponsors. So as you guys know, I am a huge proponent of BetterHelp. They are an online licensed professional therapy program where you get matched with a therapist based off of your needs. And I got to say, In my meditation practice this morning, I had a few memories come up that were pretty intense to face. And I'm very grateful because I've been meditating for a while now. So when those experiences come up, I'm able to sit with them and really allow myself to process them in the moment. However, I have heard from a lot of people and experienced this with my own students as well, is that if there's a lot of trauma or past experiences that haven't necessarily been uncovered starting a meditation practice can be intense because they often do come up within the stillness. And so that's really where therapy comes in. And BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. So you can start to uncover any of the past experiences that may be interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals. The cool thing about BetterHelp is that you can log into your account at any time and send your message. send a message to your counselor. So you could do either a message via text, you could do a phone call, you can also do a video call. There's a broad range of ways that you can connect and communicate with your counselor. And if it doesn't work out, you can always change counselors for free if needed. Another amazing thing about BetterHelp is that they are affordable. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available, which is amazing because, you know, for me for a while when I wasn't making a lot of money, it was really hard for me to justify spending money on therapy when I had to pay my bills, like to keep a roof over my head or to feed myself. And so BetterHelp is really supporting a broad spectrum of individuals with their financial aid as well as their affordability factor. So if you haven't tried BetterHelp yet, I absolutely think that you should. I mean, even if you don't feel like you have a lot of trauma or things to uncover, having someone that is non-biased to talk to on a weekly or bi-weekly basis or however often you want to talk to them is just really, really incredible to have. And because BetterHelp sponsors this podcast, you can get 10% off of your first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized. That's betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P, and join the over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's 10% off of your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized. And now that we've talked about how you can take care of your mental health and your emotional health, let's talk about how you can take care of your physical health through nutrition. You guys, I tried Sakara for the first time this year, and I know I've talked about it before, but I got to bring them up again because Sakara is bomb.com. Seriously, I had no idea that the meals that they sent right to your door would be so delicious, so fresh, and so packed full with plant-rich and fresh ingredients. It's powerful superfoods and really designed to boost your immunity, improve energy, support your gut health and digestion, and get your skin glowing, definitely a bonus. So if you haven't heard about Sakara, it's a nutrition company that really believes that wellness begins with what you eat. I fully stand by that as well too. And even though I enjoy carrot cake from time to time at like 8 p.m. at night, having Sakara to really be able to give me a well-rounded and holistic approach to my food on a daily basis allows me to feel really good about what I'm putting in my body. And honestly, when I'm cooking my food, I'm definitely not as intentional about the ingredients. They have hearty salads, nutrient-dense granolas, savory flatbreads, seasonal fruit, um, and their ever-changing menu of creative chef-crafted meals makes clean eating so delicious. And again, like I said, They're organic ingredients, powerful superfoods. They're really expertly designed too. So I just don't put that much time and thought into my meals. I just like making it quick and easy. And so having Saqqara delivered straight to your door is such a great way to really make sure that you are getting really nutrient-dense food every single day. In addition to their delicious meals, they also offer daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas. I love their detox tea. It tastes so good. And all of their meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. To boost immunity, they also have a daily probiotic blend and a detox water, detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. And right now... Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off of your order when you go to sakara.com forward slash alchemized or enter the code alchemized at checkout. This is an amazing way to take advantage of Sakara. And um, again, it's that 20% off to be able to try Sakara. I did the three day um, meal and I absolutely loved it. That's sakara, S A K A R A dot forward slash alchemized. You'll get 20% off of your order. One more time for those of you in the back, sakara.com forward slash alchemized. It just, it all like clicks together and it's like, we wonder why there's more autoimmune. We wonder why there's more hormonal issues. We wonder why there's more infertility. And it's like, it all makes sense because our hormones are so important to be taken care of. And if we are literally just like walking around completely clueless to like daily life being so impactful, On our hormones and our health, you know, of course, we're going to be like looking at our diet or looking at our physical health as like the only answers. And I know, at least for me, when I started um, changing my diet, when I started working out more, but I still was having these issues, it was. Like, it was depressing because I was like, I, I think I'm doing everything right, but like, what what else am I missing? And this information just isn't readily available. And I understand why, because the companies that are con- not controlling our lives, but are, you know, selling us all of, all of these tools that we are literally like, you know, chained to, of course, this information isn't going to be readily available. But so, to kind of like pivot a little bit to a little bit of a brighter note, how can we? Yeah. Empower ourselves then, and like make simple changes. Like I would love to hear um, what it what a day in the life for you looks like in your home, especially you know being an entrepreneur, being having a podcast, getting on interviews, getting on calls. Like what is it? I know that you shared that you don't use Bluetooth and have airplane, but what are other things that you do that we can also do at home?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I know the first sort of part of this conversation was a bit sort of like, Oh my God, you know, I'm destroying my health. And, you know, the fact of the matter is it's it's correct, but it's very easy to fix. You know, this isn't like a a radical thing that you have to spend thousands of dollars to fix or, you know, completely change your life. It's actually some very, very easy hacks to do. And, you know, the the first thing that you can do that is going to help your circadian rhythm and help your hormones and help you sleep better is being outside more. Watch the sun rise is the one bit of advice I give to everyone. You watch that sunrise, you are going to start your body clock ticking exactly when it should tick. Mm. And you will sleep better later on in the evening and you'll feel better during the day. And if you're not a morning person with a week of doing setting an alarm and getting up to watch the sunrise, you won't even need to set an alarm again. You will wake up with that sunrise every morning and jump out of bed and you would have corrected your circadian rhythm. So number one bit of advice, sunrise every morning. I, I haven't missed one in about three years and I will watch it every single day. Um, it can be for a couple of minutes all the way up to a couple of hours. The longer you're out there, the better. But even if you can only spare a couple of minutes in a in a specific morning, completely fine. It's good. That first light you see has to be the sun. Don't look at your phone, go straight to the sun. And then, then you can mess around on your phone as much as you want. But that first light message to your body clock has to be sunlight. And it's the first easy free hack to do for everyone. Okay?
1: I feel like also, it's also meditative too, to just like yeah. get out there and watch the sunrise. It's the most beautiful thing ever.
0: It's so peaceful and no one else is out there doing it. So it's, you yeah. just hear the birds, you hear the, the wind, you know, you feel the sun on your body. You can be very present with watching the sunrise as well. So I think it's great for mindfulness and, and great for um, you know, the mental well-being of people as well. Um, not to mention the dopamine and serotonin you're going to get from it as well. So it's that double whammy. Can't recommend it enough. Throughout the day, if you're working in an office environment, so many people these days go out for smoke breaks. They smoke cigarettes and they go outside. You need to go outside for a sun break. okay? Just for a couple of minutes. So around about, say, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., go outside and just be outside without your sunglasses on for a couple of minutes, allowing more frequencies of light from the, from the sun to send different messages to your um, body clock. So I go out. I mean, I'm for, I, I talk about my day after because it's very unique. But you know, for people that are working um, and going back to work soon, you know, make sure that you're having that break in the morning outside and you're having a break in the afternoon outside. And you're eating your lunch outside, rain or shine, get outside. You know, there's a terrace you can go and sit in, um, or even if it's, you know, on a balcony shielded, just get some natural light to your eyes and your body will thank you for that. One of the biggest things to do when exposing yourself to an artificial blue light during the day in an office is to balance the blue light so you can wear glasses like you're wearing right now the clear lens blue light glasses that we do and that will filter down some of the blue light and keep your eyes feeling refreshed but you can do other hacks as well to supplement that that aren't going to cost a lot of money as well so you can do things like balance the blue spectrum because blue light in isolation is bad balanced blue light not so bad so blue light causes cell damage but red light and orange light Causes cells to repair. Okay, so I have when I was in an office, I used to have a salt lamp next to my Mm. um, next to my monitor, and that balanced the blue light a lot more because blue light also affects the skin, not just the eyes. It ages the skin and causes cell damage in the skin. So you want that red light shining on you, and it's going to help you with any of the um, negative effects associated with the blue light. The next thing people can do is, you know, the, the big issue for me is that after sunset is where the big changes have to happen during the day as i've just described very easy to do after sunset it's easy but it's going to take a little bit more a little bit more um you know push to do it because it is very different and that is when the sun has set you only want to see the colors of light that your ancestors would have saw and that would have been oranges yellows and reds from a campfire mm-hmm. so what you need to do is you need to wear red lens blue light glasses um, that block between 400 and 550 nanometers. And they're the sleep plus ones that blue blocks makes. Any less than that, you might as well not wear them. You have to block 100% in that range. But some other hacks you can do as well is that you can change some of the light bulbs in some of the lamps you've got to red light. So say you're watching TV of an evening, rather than have house lights on you know, and bathing in blue light, Maybe have a couple of lamps in your living area that have red light bulbs in, and that will then mimic like a campfire. Make sure that you've got no overhead light after dark, because where we evolved, we didn't evolve to any overhead, high intensity light after sunset. The moon and the stars don't influence circadian rhythms they only influence ultradian rhythms which are like um monthly cycles in women for instance the moon is very much tied to, to menstrual cycles but not circadian not in a day so the the light that we had as ancestors was at eye level and it came up from the ground so that's why you should always have lamps not overhead lighting that's some of the worst you can have after sunset so i don't have any of my overhead lighting on at any time during the, um, during the evening. Again, if you're watching TV, I typically put, um, again, a couple of salt lamps by the TV. But I also have a lot of candles in my house because firelight is is sensational. So I light probably about 30 candles of an evening as well. I have my red light bulbs in. I have my blue blockers on. But also a big thing to, to bear in mind, and this is going very deep now, is that blue light actually doesn't just impact your circadian rhythms through your eyes. It also impacts, your, impacts it through the skin. So there's opsins in the eye called rhodopsin and melanopsin. And melanopsin is a, an opsin that basically detects blue light. And 18 months ago, they discovered that it wasn't just in the eye, it was in the skin. So the skin can also detect blue light and dim down the melatonin levels and increase cortisol levels not to the same extent as through the eye. So maybe like 90% through the eye, 10% through the skin. So I always say that if you've got artificial light on that isn't red after sunset, then you need to be wearing long clothes as well. So you, you know, if you get your comfies on after sunset, make sure they're trousers or make sure you're covering up your skin, because that's also gonna have an impact on what your body clock feels the time of day is. And when you go to sleep, blue light is still an issue. There was an amazing study that came out that showed that even with your eyes closed sleeping you can switch off melatonin production even with artificial light hitting your closed eyes so you could be sleeping in your bedroom your phone could go off in the night that would turn off melatonin you could have a street lamp basically shining in through cracks in your curtains or neighbors lights or car headlights that's going to switch off your melatonin you could have a partner that you're um, in bed with that gets up in the night and switches on the light maybe to use the bathroom or something will switch off your melatonin. So this is why we always say to wear a 100% light-blocking light blocking sleep mask when you sleep um, because if any of that light—it's ambient light that's coming in will then protect your closed eyes from switching off melatonin throughout the night because melatonin peaks at 2 a.m. So you want to be keeping it very high during those periods. So you should wear a sleep mask. So there's some of the, the hacks that you need to do. And you can take it further like, you know, like me and you know, my fridge. Um, fr- people's fridge lights are artificial blue light. When you open the fridge, you're getting a burst of blue light. And what does blue light do? Increases insulin and blood sugar levels. So when you're opening that fridge and you're then getting a burst of an increase in blood sugar levels, maybe you're going to reach for something you shouldn't in that fridge. So I have a red light in my fridge. I open my fridge and it's red in there. So um, it, it depends how far you want to take it. But you know, it's starting with the small things. Start with a pair of blue light blocking glasses for after sunset. Start with the salt lamps. Have some candles. Get the overhead lights off. Have some sun breaks and watch the rising sun. And in a couple of weeks, you will look back and go, Oh my God, I should have listened to this guy a lot earlier. Because it's so it's it's you don't know how bad you are until you've done it and tried it for a couple of weeks it's like a diet you know you can eat any diet in the world and feel generally okay but until you go to a diet that works for you whether it be carnivore vegan you know whole foods pescatarian whatever it may be you don't realize how bad your original lifestyle and feelings were until you go the other way so you know i just say to people just just try some of these things and you know the amount of people that reach out to us on social media through our website, saying, "I heard Andy on a podcast. I implemented watching the rising sun, sun breaks, blue light glasses, no overhead lighting, and oh my god, my anxiety's down, my insomnia's cured, my headaches are gone, my migraines are gone. I feel really happy. Um, I'm getting up in the mornings when I never really could before. I had to force myself out of bed, and it's endless. You can read these on the website as well. It's just." so inspiring to, to hear these stories and so humbling that such simple changes in your life, because no one's saying give up your technology, no one's saying power down your digital devices. People can make really radical changes to their, to their health and well-being. And one of the other things that I'd like to touch on as well is that a lot of people go seem to think that blue light is only present in their smartphone and laptops. It's not. It's in so many random things like your modem, router, lights, your mm-hmm. fridge, your kitchen appliances, your microwave, your um, burglar alarms, car headlights, overhead lights. You know, and a lot of people go, "Yeah, but I have night shift mode on my, I have night shift mode on here on, on my smartphone. I don't need blue light glasses." Well, let me tell you something. Go to my YouTube channel and watch me test blue light mode using a lab grade spectrometer. And you'll see how much blue light it blocks. And it's not very much at all. So we've come up with this hack. And if people Google how to turn your phone red, Blue Blocks blog is number one. So if I click this button here, my phone screen now is completely red. So and that works? zero blue light. Yeah. Zero okay, blue cool.
1: Because I was going to ask you because I saw that online somewhere and I was like, I wonder if yeah. that actually works.
0: It does. So after the sun has set, I will have my phone on red mode until the sun has risen the next day and then during the day I have my phone on night mode because it reduces blue light down but it doesn't block blue light so we need some blue light so my phone has hardly any blue light in it at all it has enough on night shift mode for during the day but after dark my three little clicks on the button and I've gone completely red which is not going to affect my skin my thyroid if I'm scrolling through it It's not going to pass through my eyes and disrupt my melatonin or damage my eyesight in any way. And the frequencies of red light are actually restorative. So by using your phone, you're actually um, counteracting any of the bad benefits of the blue light during the day. So it's win-win. So everyone should be hacking their phone, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I figured out how to do that, but then I was like, gosh, my Instagram photos just look so weird in red light. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. And there's another you, yeah, it is difficult. So maybe maybe Instagram is a morning thing for you, not after yeah. dark and you should you <laughs> should unwind. But another fascinating one, right, of how color works is that myopia is a big big issue. And you know, people that are getting short-sighted from Know a a lot of reading um, on devices, and you know, a lot of the wrong kind of lights people are actually getting bad eyesight. Now, when you look into the research on it, if you are reading something from a white background with black letters, you it doesn't matter if it's a digital device or a book, you're going to lead you're going to have short sightedness at some point in your life, okay? Been scientifically proven Mm -hmm. if you read. White letters on a black background. This has absolutely no impact on your eyes and will not lead to myopia or short sightedness or the need for prescription glasses over time. So, there's another hack you can do on your smartphone where you invert colors. So, if you invert the colors, you have a black background with white lettering on. So, when you're scrolling through your phone, you're not going to damage your eyes and give yourself short sightedness. And you can actually set it so all the pictures, so say on your Instagram, the colors don't get inverted it's just the writing underneath so i always encourage people that if they've got you know concerns about losing their sight or degrading their sight then you've got to look at things and hacks to invert the colors in your everyday life you shouldn't be reading books on a white background you should invert the colors on your phone um you know i've moved in the last 6 months after discovering this to audiobooks and everything's inverted color wise and you know i have pads of paper that are black and writing in white um, because I don't want to degrade my eyesight and I've still got 20, wow. 20 visions today. So it's crazy how the eye works. It really is.
1: Yeah. So even with like paper paper books, it's yep. that's still happening. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Nothing yep. It has nothing anymore.
0: to do with light. It just has <laughs> it just has to do with how the eyes perceive colour, which obviously is tied to light. So yeah. you could read a read, be reading novels and go, yeah, I don't use a Kindle or I don't read from my phone. But in effect, you're doing exactly the same thing to your eyes because of the white background having black letters on them. It needs to be a black background with white letters and then you won't have any eye damage whatsoever. Um, so yeah, it's really, um, really interesting.
1: Wow. I'm blown away. Okay. So my last question is, mm. do these glasses work for when I'm, um, when I'm watching TV at night, when after no. dark... No? Not okay.
0: Not no. Okay. So they will only work um, between um, sunrise and sunset when you're under artificial light. When you are under artificial light after dark, so after sunset, you have to block 100% of blue and the majority of green okay. light. So you have to wear the Red Sleep Plus lenses um, for that because our light needs change throughout the day. And this is why there's a lot of information, misinformation out there by a lot of companies that are jumping on the blue light trend, knowing, you know, bugger all about science when it comes to quantum biology and how biophotons and, and photobiology works within the human system. And they're calling the glasses that you're wearing right now, which is the clear lenses, blue blockers. They don't block blue light. No one's claiming they block blue light apart from these um, ridiculous um, companies that know nothing. What they do is they filter blue light. So they take out 30% of blue light across the whole spectrum because there's too much blue light during the day from your digital devices and artificial sources. Mm. But you don't want to eliminate all the blue light because you need some of it to be healthy during the day. So they they drop the level down. Whereas after sunset, think about what our ancestors would have seen. They wouldn't have seen any blue or green light. They would have only seen the campfire light. So in order to produce melatonin, you must block 100% of blue light and the majority of green light. And the only way physically possible to do that is with a red lens, deep amber lens. So if you look at a color wheel, you have specific colors and the opposing color will block the the, the color opposite. And when you look at blue, it's amber. When you look at green, it's red. So you need a color lens that's in between orange and red to be able to block those two colors. So anyone that turns around and says, my clear lenses block blue light, it's physically impossible. From a physics perspective, it is impossible. The most you can achieve is 30%. And these companies have this little clever trick, check my YouTube channel for it, where they send you the clear glasses and inside is this little pen and they shine the pen on a bit of paper and it shows up this uh, purpley color. And then they shine it at their glasses and the the, the mark on the paper isn't there. So they go, look, it's blocking all blue light. Mm. Again, I got my lab-grade spectrometer out. These things cost ten thousand dollars, by the way, so no one else can pretty much go out and buy one (laughs) of these. It's ridiculous. I'm just a geek. I was like, I'm going to test this because that light isn't blue; it's purple. So I tested the light, and it it was it was basically a frequency of light at three hundred and eighty-one nanometers. That isn't in any digital device. It isn't in any artificial light source, and it's violet light. So. They're saying that, oh, look, the violet light doesn't pass through our glasses. Brilliant. Well, you know, that would be amazing if that frequency of light was actually present in artificial light. It isn't. It's only present in sunlight and it's um, beneficial to our health. So these glasses that are clear, you see people put them on and they're like this sort of um, deep purple reflection or green reflection. Whereas I'm looking at yours now and it's a blue reflection because it's at the lower end of the blue spectrum. So. You can tell pretty quickly what frequencies of light they're filtering just by looking at the lens. But what I'm getting to here is that the pen test, again, is a con. There's no blue light in the pen, yet they're saying, look, it's blocking all blue light. Well, actually, it's only one frequency of light. Blue light runs from 400 to 495 nanometers, and their pen is a frequency of light at 381 nanometers, which isn't even blue light.
1: Wow. Yeah. And see, this is why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I, very similar to like most people, had zero idea and would just see these like big brands that were releasing new blue blocking glasses and was like, oh, great. Like these seem cool. Um, but then having that conversation with you, I was like, wow, like this is information that needs to get out to as many people as possible. Because you, first of all, why waste your money on something that's not even going to really help you when you could yeah. spend the same amount of money and get something that's actually impacting? Your health, your hormones, your sleep, everything. Um, So, thank you so much for coming on, Andy. I'm so grateful for you. You just like have completely blown me away. I'm like, oh my God, my house is going to look like the red light district after (laughs) 6 (laughs) p.m.
0: So, where can people find you? Yeah, um, I think the the best place um, is blueblocks.com. So, B L U B L O X dot com. There's so much information on our blogs and our learn section on there. So, go and have a read of that. If people, Punch my name into Google. There's a lot of other podcasts I've been on discussing a variety of different things. Um, I've done full podcasts on, on reproductive health, full podcasts on mental health, um, night shifts. You know, people at work different shifts and things like that. So there's loads of different podcasts people can listen to. My Instagram is I am Andy Mant. I'm not overly active on there in terms of wall posts because I'm just so busy at the moment. We're going for a big big office move, and um, we've got new products that we're launching. Um, very soon which is going to be red light therapy devices red light bulbs and um, light bulbs for during the day that reduce blue down Um, so we're just trying to launch those at the moment along with a new collection of of frames so we've been working quite closely with some really cool magazines um, like GQ and Vogue to um actually launch this new collection so it's going to be real good fashionable lenses that will be coming out sorry frames that will be coming out And we have a group on Facebook called Light and Health, um, which is pretty cool. There's about 6,000 people in there that we just geek out on light all day long. So if you want to be a geek with me, then come in there and I'm pretty active on on Facebook. And yeah, our Instagram, Blue Blocks Official is pretty cool as well. Um, It's very visually pleasing. My my wife is um, our creative director and runs that with her team. So they're very talented and um, you know, it's a good sort of portfolio of what the glasses look like on, on various models as well. And I think, I think they've even posted a picture of you wearing them on there as well yeah. so people can try and spot <laughs> you. So um, they're the places to find me. And um, yeah, it's been. It's, honestly, I'm so humbled to have been invited on your show and I love geeking out about light. And I just hope that, you know, I always say to people that if I can help one person by coming on your show, just one, our work's done, you know, and they'll tell one person and so on. And, you know, I just think that people need to wake up and find the light, um, excuse the pun, and, you know, really experience what optimal health feels like um, when you start managing light. And, you know, it's so easy to do. And and I really just encourage people to take that first step. Um, You know, whether it's, you know, I'm, I'm just here to empower and educate. Whether you you don't want to buy the glasses or not, is completely up to people. Um, what I want people to do is just kind of understand it, how it works, and even if it's just some free hacks of getting outside more and not having overhead lighting on, that's going to really help people's health, and that means a lot to me. And one thing I'd like to mention just before we we wrap up as well is we want to also help people that can't help themselves. So we actually partner with a not-for-profit in California called Restoring Vision. And I always like to mention these guys because they put reading glasses on people in the developing world that can't afford them. So we have a partnership with them where if someone buys a pair of our blue light glasses, we donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision to give someone in the developing world. We've been doing this for a couple of years because, you know, a lot of these people work in factories where there's a lot of artificial light they're losing their eyesight because of these, these squalid conditions, and they then can't work to provide an income to educate their child or to feed their family. And all they need is a simple pair of reading glasses with a magnification in to be able to work. So we want to you know, not only empower people that can afford to help themselves, but also give back to people that need it in the developing world. So if you help yourself by you know, um, managing light through our glasses, you're also going to help someone in the developing world as well. And that's really big to Katie and I too.
1: Mm, you guys are awesome. I'm just so grateful. And um, for everyone listening, Blueblocks and Andy and Katie have my stamp of approval. Seriously, this has changed my life and changed my ability to show up and do what I love and to be able to create this podcast. So thank you again for coming on.
0: No problem. Thank you so much, Aya.